Welcome to episode 18 of the CPL Podcast. I'm Little Crow. And I'm C. Niels. And we got some great stuff lined up for you today. Some of the things we'll be talking about are... Um, Ben and Tyler have another music review in this episode. And of course, what the fudge? Hooray! So, um, stay tuned and listen. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so first up, we have Hannah and Meredith talking about books. Hi, this is Hannah. And this is Meredith. And we're going to be doing a book review. Emma is a book written in 19th century England. A lot of these classics are a lot more interesting than you'd expect them to be, though. This one is written by Jane Austen, who is one of my absolute favorite authors of all time. She writes, like, these amazing, cynical novels about English society, which is absolutely hysterical. Yeah. The title character, Emma, is a self-proclaimed matchmaker. And the basic premises of this book is that women of the time were expected to be, like, were expected to spend their time being married and raising a family or searching for a husband. She makes her life seem so mundane since all they do throughout the novel is like sing, draw, plan parties for the neighborhood, or obsess over various men. But this is presented in such a funny way because the women get so into what they do, especially the party planning. They're so terrified of insulting someone and they'll spend like months planning the perfect party and making sure they have all the necessary invitations. It's completely so, like, don't ridiculous. leave anyone out. It's just so lame. I know. <laughs> but in all seriousness, the book really focused on the parties. I think it's so interesting because they really show um, like class differences in that, um, well, just between Emma's actions and the way the parties are set up. Like, for instance, people are still worried about who to invite and who not to invite because they're afraid they're either of too high or too low class. And that's very important because, of course, if you invite someone of low class to your party, then you're low class. And vice versa, if you're inviting a high class person to their party, they're probably going to think you're like, really lame or something. So. That's not a good thing. And I thought it was really interesting how that all played out and how Emma's like, yeah, she's always trying to um, get like a better match for somebody or someone who's, I guess you could say, above their class. Right. Like her friend Harriet Smith is an orphan who definitely can't really get a good match for herself because of her bad parentage. And even though she's in love with a poor farm boy named Mr. Martin, Emma tries to convince her that like he's way below her class and she should definitely shoot for higher. And, and, like, every time she tries to shoot for a guy who's higher than her, it just absolutely fails. It, it ethically fails. It does. It, because it's just basically showing that class differences really made a difference in this time period. And Jane Austen is definitely making, like, yeah big yeah. observations about that and how wrong it is. Yeah, Harry Smith is probably the most prominent example of that. In that she doesn't necessarily have bad parentage, but she has unknown parentage because she's an orphan. So Emma tries to assume, well, she's, I guess, trying to be positive and assuming that she has amazing parents, she's, like, royalty or something, but in actuality, she's probably not from, like, a very high-class family. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think in the end, they find out that she's just, like, brought, like a middle-class family. It's such a wonderful book, and I it really, really suggest it to anyone who enjoys, like, this type of literature. And it's a lot more interesting, like I said, than you think it would be since it's written in 19th century. It's definitely not just another lit book or something. It's something that a lot of people enjoy. I actually really enjoyed it. It was wonderful. So, yep, it's a great book. I definitely think you should read it. Alright, so now we've got Ben and Tyler reviewing the Cedo Superheroes' new album, TPS Reports. Let's hear what they have to say. Hey, this is Tyler. And this is Ben. And today we're here to review uh, the Pseudo Superheroes, otherwise known as TPS, their upcoming album. Actually, already came out. 
You know what I mean. <laughs> TPS reports. And that's their new sound. And for those of you that don't know them, their music is categorized as ska core, which is their own take on a kind of blend of ska, punk, and hardcore music. So it's kind of a very interesting blend, and they have their own unique sound. They definitely do. So uh, just so you can hear that, we're going to play a sample right now of one of their songs called Marked with Barcodes. Here we go. with barcodes a little taste of their music and I must say I'm very impressed with this band I mean they've come a long way from when they first started out yeah definitely they're more uh, more actually heavy when they started out and uh, it it really wasn't like it was good but it didn't have it didn't sound pro- very professional yeah like, it didn't have and I mean when you look at other bands I mean a lot of bands that used to be like just in, in general bands that used to be a little bit more hardcore seem to like Mellow tone out. it down a little bit mm-hmm. towards the end like if you look at not necessarily the end but well as towards they, as they progress and they put mature. out more cds i mean yeah and it, and it ends up sounding better because that's what people want to listen to more like if you take a band like atreyu and you listen to their first kind of music it's just like it's just growling and i don't like it anymore and then they come out with lead sales paper <laughs> anchors i'm just using this as an example okay they come out with a new album like lead sales paper anchors and you hear a little bit more of a harmonic sound, which is what people are looking for, so... Definitely. I, I'd like to see this band go somewhere. Mm-hmm, definitely. They um, have Summer Tour coming up. Uh, that is going to be insane. They're going down to Florida, I do believe. I know that they went to Florida last year. Um, got the MySpace page right up. Yeah, I got so you, you can contact them, myspace.com slash the... T H E pseudo superheroes. That's now pseudo is kind of spelled a little bit funny. Well, that's how pseudo is spelled. That's how the word pseudo is spelled. In general, it's spelled funny because it, it, yeah, you say yeah. the S, but it's actually spelled P S E U D O superheroes. So that's myspace.com/slash/the P S E U D O superheroes. So you can check them out, and in fact, you can, I think they have music up for buying. They do. They also have, um, I know, I haven't checked in a while, I know that they have their, um, their old album, Getting Even Has Never Been This Much Fun, up on iTunes. I'm not sure if they have their new album up yet, which is, again, is TPS Reports. So you can check them out 
basically yeah. wherever. They kind of have it at uh, a little obscure price there, a dollar and two cents a song. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that, but... It's probably Mike trying to be funny. So, yeah, uh, I'm talking about the people. Let's go through the members. Uh, Casey is drums. Uh, JP is guitar and lead vocals for most of the songs. Uh, Ray Ray is tenor sax. He's really cool. Um, Dave is guitar. Mike is trombone and backup vocals. But that's very we've heard loose. we've heard some loose reports about him not the band discouraging him from vocals. Yeah, there's there's been some stuff about him like not singing, but there are a couple of songs that it's just him. So uh, so if, if him, you have if you have mad love for Mike, you'll, yeah, you'll Mike, get your Mike, Mike and him. JP uh, share the lead vocal. Share the mic for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Austin is the alto sax. Um, Connor's bass. They've they've been going. They've been yeah. They cycle through them. Yeah, they they're going through a couple of bassists. And uh, Noah is their new uh, trumpet. He's uh, he's a cool cat. He's replacing Curly. Yeah, he's replacing Curly. Curly, I think, still uh, chills with them. I think he plays sometimes when Noah can't make it, if I am correct. So there's I'm no sure. there's no bad blood in them. So yeah, yeah, they're they're a really good band. They're really good guys. Like, you see them on stage and they're all like heavy and hardcore and everything, but they're really good guys once you get to know them. Yeah, so um, that's gonna conclude our report and like an annoying infomercial. Once again, that's gonna be www.myspace.com/slash/the. P-S-E-U-D-O. I'm getting good at spelling that. Pseudo. Superheroes. And you can check them out. Check out a couple of those songs. Uh, get a taste of a new kind of genre and see what you think about them. Definitely. So, so wrapping up, this is Tyler. And this is Ben. And we're saying peace out. CPO Podcast. Represent. Alright. Up next, we've got pretty much the best segment ever. What the fuck? No, oh no! This is Mike. And Robbie. This, once again, is, is what, what the, the Fotch. Our first story for today is a mother gets diagnosed with cancer while pregnant, but get this, her babies were able to somehow kick the tumor loose and save her life. In uterus. That just warms your heart right there. That's, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a rad thing on what the Fotch, you know, babies kicking tumors. It's not a tumor. Ha <laughs> ha.
Hey, guess what? I bet those babies are going to be really intelligent when they grow up, already taking tumors out. But a majority of people are not in America, believe it or not. Does that come as a shock to you, Mike? No. That's Unfor what I Unfortunately, thought. no. Because, you know, a majority of people in America think that Winston Churchill is a fictional character. And to add insult to injury, they think that Sherlock Holmes is a real one. You gotta be kidding me. He's a real person. No, like, seriously? Yeah, I mean, Winston Churchill was definitely thought up by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes was once the Prime Minister of um, England, leading them through World War Two. Him and his crime-solving... Secret... Organization of people. Right, Watson? <laughs> Indubitably. And, um... Hey, Robbie, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but there's a new drink out. Everyone's trying it. Oh, is it the hot stuff? The hot, the hot liquor? Nah, man. It's, get this, Pine Sol and Coca-Cola. Oh, really? I'm gonna have to get me some of that. Yeah, I heard it tastes pretty good. It's a little hard to get used to. I mean, you feel a little dizzy. And some people pass out. But if you just, like, stay awake, dude, I hear it's amazing. Oh, yeah? I'm not condoning drinking Pine Sol. Orange drinking at all. I'm just saying, that's what I hear. Really? Because I heard that a bartender got banned for that. Yeah. He got his um, responsible, responsibility license revoked. Well, that's what happens when you use a cleaning product in drinks. Oh, contraire. Michael. Oh, really? Yes. I like to down bleach by the shots every damn weekend. Your insides must be clean. My insides are burning, Mike. And lacking color. They smell like lemons. <laughs> wow. Mm. That's interesting. You know what else um, smells like lemons sometimes? What's that? A wedding. And, you know, brides are crack cracking down on those unwanted and wedding-ruining bridesmaids who become fat or pregnant. Fat <gasps> slash pregnant during the time that you make them bridesmaids. Because they are making them sign contracts. That's right. If you become preggers or and obese, or weight gaining, then you are not my bridesmaid. Fail. None. One. Sit down. You know what else is probably gonna fail? What's that? Well, the Australian system for court dates, because they're holding them online. To internets? I can has online court dates. Can I has guilty pleas? Woot. For the loss? Nose? Nose. Oh my gods is objections. Oh my god. Exclamation point, exclamation point, one exclamation point. WTF? Fotch. Pliss? Pliss? Pliss, touch your public lols? Well, first post. Lols. Get <laughs> on. <Come on. laughs> <Sad. laughs> but it's hilarious. Fat. And I quote fart.com, lolver ruled. It's kind of more pathetic. It does. Um, does that mean that the judges are the admins? Lol, noob, go to jail. Can you get banned from a courtroom? Mike, this isn't a chat room, alright? Don't hit on the judge. All your court dates are belong to us. <laughs> well, there it is, guys. Oh, and you know what else there is? What's that? Um, there's probably about three million 
12 billion gazillion patriots 19 and 0 shirts making their way to South America and other third world countries because the Patriots lost son! The New York football giants showed those little weenies and where they belong. That's right. Eli Manning, baby. Plaxico Burris. O.C. Humaniora. Michael Strahan. Many other members of the Big Blue Wrecking Crew won the Super Bowl, baby. That's what the fudge. The CPL Podcast is a project of the Cheshire Public Library. Sarah Klein Morgan, Teen Librarian. Voices on the episode belong to Ravi, Mike, Dan, Chris, Hannah, Meredith, Ben, Tyler, and many more. Podcast editorial board members are Ravi, Mike, Dan, Chris, Christine, Hannah, Wendy, Ben, Tyler, and Marina. For more information about the CPL podcast and other programs and services for the Cheshire Public Library, visit our website, cheshirelibrary.org slash teens. Or email Sarah, the teen librarian, at smorgan at cheshirelibrary.org.